0: So I'm here with Martin and Dom, two students, seminarians at the English College in Rome and we've seen a lot since we've been here. We've seen lots of prayer as you might expect. We've seen what you guys do in your spare time, lots of study as well of course, again as we might expect. But the one aspect that I was pleased to see, but opened my eyes a bit, was the pastoral work. And last night I went on a soup run through the streets of Rome where some 7,000 people have found themselves, sadly, on the streets. And you guys, amongst others, were giving out soup that you'd made yourself. And tell us a little bit about the project and how it came about.
1: Hi, James. Yeah, this is Dominic. And uh, I was out on the, the soup run last night. It's an initiative by a wonderful community in Rome called Sant'Egidio. And this is a community primarily of lay people. They were founded in 1968, and they meet together to pray, and then they go out from their places of prayer to serve the poor and the marginalized. They're present in 70 places around the world, but Rome is their, is their heartland, Rome is their spiritual base. So a couple of years ago, one of the priests in this house, Father Mark Paver, now a priest in Salford, he had a connection with Sant'Egidio, And he suggested that the English College, as as seminarians, that we might get involved with this wonderful work that they do on the streets of Rome. And I think many of us had heard of this community and we had a vague idea what they did, but actually getting involved has been a real eye-opener to real life in Rome, on the streets. So we get to meet these wonderful Christian brothers and sisters who do the work in Rome, and then we get to meet what Sancho did call the friends of the community, which is the actual homeless and poor people who they serve.
0: And Martin, you've actually done some work in another country with them before, haven't you?
2: Yeah, that's, that's right, James. So before I, well, before I came to seminary, uh, I actually lived in, in Spain for two or three years, and I was in Madrid for two years, and I discovered... The community of Sant'Egidio there, um, well, I think quite providentially really, is it, was, it became quite an important part of my life in Madrid and I was involved in a similar project there that they, they had on a, every Wednesday night, it's not as big as the community in Rome but so they don't do it every night but uh, on Wednesdays uh, they meet for prayer uh, and then we'd go out and uh, very much the same attitude that he'd help the people of the community and then giving soup and uh, and sandwiches and Gasparcho, because it was Spain, <laughs> to people on the street who, again, they referred to as friends of the community or friends in the streets. It was really quite powerful, and uh, the relationships that had clearly developed between the members of the community on the one hand and, and the people they were helping were quite special. You know, it was. Um...
0: It's marvelous, and I have to say, it was nice of you to include me. The minute I turned up, I got given this humongously large bag full of bread, full of fruit and so forth by a very special lady, Susanna mm-hmm. and there are many special men and women that go and, and go out onto the streets to do this Do you find sometimes that it sort of challenges us as well because sometimes it's quite easy to look the other way mm-hmm. but there's a lot of pain and suffering out there that we can't turn away from mm-hmm. isn't there?
1: Yeah, so the work with Santa Giudio has really opened our eyes opened my eyes to that reality in Rome I remember after one of the first soup runs that I'd been out on, I was walking to the Angelicum, to university, like I do every day, and there was a chap coming towards me, going the opposite direction. Reasonably smartly dressed guy, as smart as as I am anyway. And um, he was walking towards me, and I looked at him, and you would not have realised this unless you'd been out on the soup run the night before, but I actually recognised him as one of the people who was actually literally sleeping outside a couple of blocks over from where we go on the way to university. So it gave you the behind the scenes look into the real life in Rome. And I imagine every city around the world, uh, you actually see where the people are sleeping in the cold and the rain and you know, under the stars, hopefully when the weather's better. Um, so yeah, it opened your eyes really to the, to the struggle that so many people are going through. But then, you know, not just that, but being able to actually help and build up a relationship with the guys. We know a lot of the guys by name now. We have a good laugh every week. Martin will tell you, but he met one lady last night, and she insists that you sit on the step with her yes, in front of this maybe. particular church. Can you talk about her?
2: Yeah, I mean, it was the first time I'd met her, but she's um, she's a, a elderly lady, and I think turning eighty uh in a couple of weeks and just a beautiful person really and very welcoming very as Dom said very insistent that you sit down that you chat with her and clearly the the people from santa have got a great relationship with her so much so that they're they're taking her out for her birthday so they'll be going out to a restaurant in in a couple of weeks unfortunately we were asked last night if we would be able to make it and we've got something else on that day but um it's just it's very sad, clearly, that an elderly lady like her is in that position. I uh, mean, still incredibly cheerful despite that, very friendly, and it's you know it's great that Santa Gidio are there to give her some friendship and keep an eye out for her.
0: But it's, uh, I think you said Amelia. Is that her name? I mean, I was going to say that. What what struck me a lot last night was. you know getting to know them not just here you are here's some help but no hang on who are you as a person what's your name these are almost like the homes of the homeless I sort of felt because they've got their spot and they're usually in that spot they sort of you know that there's there's a, a, a degree of this this is my space and this is where I live if you like it's sad and it hurts to look at it sometimes obviously but I think sometimes even if you give a few pounds a few euros you don't ask the name not usually. I think some people do, but the, the instinct is to, to sort of do something and move on. So I think what was great, as far as I was concerned, and to see that you know you guys are passionate and so involved, is to find out more about these people. They're people. They're not just you know it's not a statistic thing. Is that, do you think that's right?
1: Yeah, and I, I think that comes with a project like Santi Santiguido when it's deeply rooted in prayer. So it flows from prayer, and these are people who are encountering Christ in the Blessed Sacrament and in the Scripture and in their community together. And then they're going out on the street and they're serving these brothers and sisters as icons of Christ in his suffering. So that's yeah, how each member of Santa Judea, how they take the time, how they look at the the friend, they call them, and how they build up a genuine rapport.
2: And I think that's, in terms of the history of Santa Judea, that's how they've always done it as well. And it's actually... I remember when I was in Madrid, we had an annual mass which they have here, well, which began here, which is in memory of a lady called Modesta, who was an elderly lady who, who used to sleep out by Termini Station in early, in the early 80s, I think, and she actually died um, because uh, when she was about 71, something like that, um, she um, was in a lot of pain. I don't know exactly what the problem was. but. The ambulance refused to take her at that time because, obviously, the life that she was living, she was very dirty, and um, you know, and they, they would not take her, which is actually unbelievable that that happened, but it did happen, um, and I think what the Studio does with homeless people you know helping people on the street is started as a response to that i think they were doing work in that area before but it was a real kind of catalyst and that's and the fact that they have this mass to remember her i think it was that mass where they'd have they'd also pray for all the people that they knew in madrid who died that year on the street or in difficult situations so it's that that kind of personal aspect is there from the beginning you know just remembering that uh, everyone we encounter is you know is a child of god
1: and i think you'll agree as well martin it works both ways like you know we go out give a little bit of soup and the sandwiches and everything and have a chat and blankets and sleeping bags and stuff like that when it's cold but you know you get so much more in return so the relationships we've got with the guys now you know they how are you doing how's the studies going Sit down with. There's one guy lives outside a church called Ricardo, and he loves to sit on this little step and talk a bit of scripture. Um, and we came home one day, and there's a, uh, one of the students here, a deacon Marco. He said, uh, "Oh, guys, by the way, we've got some panettone in the student kitchen." I said, "Oh yeah, where's it from?" He says, "Oh, stephan and milena this lovely couple who live outside a church in Rome. Have, they gave it to us. They wanted to give something back to the students." So, you know, it's not just one way we get a lot out of it as well. And
0: And talking about that link, though, I noticed that there was a a soup lunch today. Tell me a little bit about what you're doing. I thought this was just some kind of, you know, abstinence thing and living simply. But there's more to it. There's a parallel, isn't there?
1: Yeah. So out on the streets, the friends, the the homeless people have come to really love what they jokingly call zupa inglese, English soup which is actually a name for a dessert in Italy, like a trifle. But they call it Zuppa inglese, and they really love it. You know, it's hot, and it's really tasty. We get the best quality soup we can find to serve on the street. And they really love this soup. So during Lent, to fund the buying of the next lot of soup to keep us going for a few more months to keep people on the street with the hot soup, we've decided to have a soup lunch ourselves where we're, we're having the same soup for lunch, that the friends out on the street are having, a bit of solidarity there. And then as many seminarians who want come along, we all gather around a table and we, we have the same food that the, the guys out on the street are eating. And it's become a, a nice little community activity. Hasn't yeah, it?
2: it's, I mean, it's, really, it's a really enjoyable thing to do and so easy for us to do. And it's nice to be able to give a little bit you know, to, that, to this project as well. Yeah, so it's a, a big success the, <laughs> at the moment. the. Uh... Weekly Lenten soup.
0: It is, it's wonderful. And just finally, do you get a chance, do you find some space to to pray for this ministry,
1: this pastoral work? It's because it's an ongoing thing in the house now and lots of members of the house, priests and students and seminarians have took it in turns and took the opportunity to come out on the the soup run, on various occasions. Even visitors to the house have come out with us. It's come quite prevalent in the community and every now and again, somebody will do an intercession for the people out on the street. I remember when it got very cold and everybody in the house, we were really conscious of the friends out on the street because we've been doing this work. So it's coming to the prayer life of the community and just in the general consciousness, I think.
0: And do you think that's healthy for, for God willing, your, your priestly ministry?
2: Oh, absolutely. Because I think... I think one of the great things about doing something like this is, is just having some connection with, well, uh, uh, yeah, a real connection with the, with the world outside seminary, which can be a bit of a bubble. And we're quite, we're quite privileged in the life. I mean, we don't have to worry about where our next meal is coming from. So I think having some exposure to what reality is, unfortunately, for quite a lot of people, and you know, having the opportunity to, to work with people like the, the Sant'Egidio community, and, and, you know, have some solidarity with them is really important for us at this stage as seminarians and hopefully, yeah, as priests as well. I think just as important, if not more so.
0: Gentlemen, thank, thank you very much indeed. And thank you for taking me out on, Thanks, on James. the pastoral work. Next Thanks time James. you
1: come to Rome, we'd love to take you out again.
0: I'll be there <laughs> with that heavy bag. <laughs>